Guys, I got a question for you. Okay. I lost it one sec. <laughs> okay, found it again. <laughs> oh, it was right at the top. Great start, um, great start. Which nation was the first to ratify the United Nations Charter in 1945? Is this supposed to be a fun question? Wait, was yeah. the United Nations existing in 1945? The first one to ratify, Jacques. What oh, does that ratify. mean to you? <laughs> okay, I thought ratify was the opposite, like to reject or whatever. I also kind oh. of... Yeah. Uh, it's so okay, English is I, not I, our first language. <laughs> Clearly not the most. At least we're fitting the name of the podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Clearly right, not so. the biggest uh, politics guy, you know, here. Ratify isn't even a political word, John. I'm sorry. Like, you can ratify... No, I thought to ratify something is to then, like... like. Okay, never mind. I'm going to stop speaking before I sound even stupider. It's okay. Even more uneducated. <laughs> so, which country or which nation was the first to ratify the United Nations Charter in 1945? Hmm. Britain. I want to say a small country mm. that doesn't have a lot of, like, bureaucracy bogging it down. Are you saying that because I told you I'd ask you a hard trivia question? Oh, or are okay, you saying true. That it because... can't be Britain. Then that's too obvious. That's too obvious. Well, so I mean, like too, I don't like know. Even if, it was, even if it was Britain, it'd be a hard question. So, Would uh, it? Okay, maybe. So anyway, I need an answer. Okay. 1945. That's... Yeah, 1945. That was... Uh, uh, post-World War. Yeah, 74 years ago. I'm trying to think what countries would be part of the UN then. Um, let's go with... Not South Sudan. <laughs> okay, let's not get too political here. Well, no, South Sudan was created in 2014, so... Okay, I honestly had no idea. Well, there you go. Fun yeah. fact. Damn, right. I should ask you that question. I thought it was still like a disputed that... territory or something. <laughs> you were, you were or the Republic of Congo, isn't yeah. that also... Hong Kong. <laughs> okay. All right, that's not... I went there. I went there. <laughs> you literally told us not to say Hong Kong this whole episode. Yeah, that's true. Wait. It's been <laughs> broke the first rule. <laughs> oh, man. So, I need an answer. All right, let's say Portugal. Ten, nine, uh, eight, five, four, three, two, one. France. Okay, uh, you're both wrong. Uh, it was Nicaragua. Whoa. Okay. I don't even know where that yeah, is. Yeah, which continent is that? I think it's South America. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or America. Central America. Cent- Central. Cent- Central? Central. Do you want or me to search that out? At some least people, we're really living up to our name. Some people don't believe in Central America as a thing. Sorry, what well, do they mean? It's you North America. Don't, Central America is Central America. Really? Central, I think Central America is not a continent. It's North America. I think, okay, I think North America is only three countries. No. That's what I think. <gasps> so what's Cuba? Central America or South America. I don't know. South America? Yeah. It doesn't just feel like, it just, it just doesn't feel like North America to me. Why? Because they're not as privileged as you are? No, so? I just, when I look uh, at the map. Kind of, yeah. You know? I kind really? Of, mm-hmm. No, I see Central America as North America easily. Really? As yeah. part of North? Yeah. I, I kind of just view it as like that. Just, it's just the in-between. You know, it's just kind of like, eh. <laughs> And what's South it's America? Just, the like, underground? Gray, or it's like, it's upside like, it's down? It's like gray zone. Is it Stranger <laughs> Things? Is it like Russia? How no one knows if Russia's in Europe or not? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? <laughs> Russia is half in Europe, half in Asia. It's not a debate. Yeah, but when you talk about European <laughs> countries, do you think Russia in your mind? Yeah, it is. A, it's both a European country and an Asian country. Is it even part of the EU? It's not. No, because they're, they're not even NATO, man. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, that's a political issue, not yeah. a geographical so issue. There's lots of countries time. in Europe that are not in the EU. <laughs> this is a good time to talk about how it's supposed to be a tech podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of technology in Russia. <laughs> yeah, I should probably ask a trivia question based on technology from now on. It's a no, good point. I, I like this. All right. not, when else are you going to hear about I'm going to make our... up one right now. Uh, how many service products did Microsoft launch yesterday or two days ago? Oh, Jacques, you should know like, that. Service products? Surface. Oh, Surface. How many Surface, different Surface brand items did they launch at their most recent keynote or whatever you want to call it? I think it was three. Definitely not three. Really? Dude, there was like, because they had the foldable one and they had a bunch of pros. Yeah, it was. It was a Surface Fold or something. Surface Flex. It's called the Windows Duo. 
Well, then there was there was another foldable one. There was two foldable ones. Oh, yeah, a phone sorry. And a it surface. was a Surface Duo. Yeah. Thank you, Jacques. Okay, then it's five. I only watched the one 10 minute video on this, and you watched like the whole thing live, and I still know more. All right, I'm sorry. It's not acceptable. <laughs> As a resident tech expert, you're being demoted. <laughs> Steph, what? you're promoted. <laughs> so, um, shall we introduce ourselves? <laughs> or should we remain anonymous after what we've said? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, let's go for it. Chris, you start. So my name is Chris. No H and a big C, like Nanny McPhee. You know, small C, big P. My name is Chris. <laughs> no H, big P. No, big C. <laughs> that, did, <laughs> that did not work. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Um, okay. And I am a... Second slash third year. I'm in between second and third year right now here at the University of Beautiful British Columbia, UBBC. And, um, <laughs> that is not the official name. Yeah, it's not. Sorry, Santa. He's our president. Um, yeah, like not literally Santa. Santa. Yeah. No, Santa. Oh, he's literally. Santa. Right. This is uh, a yeah. sorry. Um, and so I'm studying computer science and business, which is partly why I want to do a tech podcast, but also because um, I need hobbies. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna just leave it at that. All right. Well, um, my name is Jacques, like the French Jacques. Um, oh, so you're Quebecois. You're born in Quebec. Not, we can talk about that in a later episode. But okay. yeah, you can say that. I'm from Quebec, but I live oh, in exciting. Vancouver. I also study at UBC, um, and I study computer science and statistics. Yeah. What a coincidence that you would hire your student fellow classmates. Wait, I'm not paying you anything. What do you mean? Right. Well, <laughs> hire like you know. We're working together. It's a partnership. Yeah. It's out of the goodness of our of our heart to provide Chris a hobby. Yeah, like we should really be doing <laughs> our assignments right now. Yeah, but. Chris is the only one who is not in I'm school I'm on co-op. Right I didn't now. mention that, but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, working so. right now. So I'm Jacques and I actually have stuff to do. <laughs> Excuse me. So. I work very hard for eight hours a day. Okay, I guess. Um, hi, I'm, I'm Steph, short for Stephanie. Um, if that wasn't clear, <laughs> I'm also a second slash third year. Yeah, sir. I was going to interject. I was going to say, is that like how Bob is short for Robert? Yeah, or, you know, bike is short for Bikel. <laughs> that, that, was, that was just something. Or like airplane and aeroplane. All right, Jimothy. Yep, okay. Jimothy. <laughs> Who's Jimothy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Who's Jimothy? <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, okay, I don't know. Sorry. Oh, I'm sure people are Came very, very confused right now. Anyways, back back to back to my degree, or I guess I don't know my life. Born and raised in Vancouver. Um, we didn't ask for that much detail. Oh, I think no. Didn't Jacques talk about how he's like? Oh, he's born in Quebec. Well, yeah, Chris kind of yeah. made me, but you know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. It's okay. I'm proud of my. Quebecois heritage. <laughs> did, you, did you vote for uh, Quebec to leave? No, Canada? I did not. I was I was two. <laughs> did you yeah. have, did you well, make you know, did you bake your first baguette? You know how in Quebec the drinking age is eighteen, not nineteen. That's true. Yeah. yeah, ours is nineteen here. Sorry for our American listeners. Um, <laughs> so there's yeah. a bold assumption you're making that we have American listeners. Hey, I'm telling you. Uh, first episode out, international listeners. Sorry, we we rudely cut off Steph in her intro, so... Yeah, that's true. Oh, my apologies. right. Forgot about that. Um, I am now in commerce, but it's... I'm a third slash second year, kind of like Chris, but for different reasons. Um, Three programs in three years, kind of moved around a bit. Uh, Yeah, making the rounds. So you're like Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) Where do you come from? Where do you go? (laughs) (laughs) A bit... (laughs) I guess. <laughs> Where do you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? 
came from came from art. Um, came from econ, then art. Now, where did I go? I, I went to commerce. Cotton Eye Joe. Yep, with cool. a bit of CS. Sprinkled in between. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Exciting. So I think maybe we should talk about what this podcast is, why we're doing it, and uh, what we hope to achieve. What our, our short-term, medium-term, long-term goals are, how we're going to measure them. Um, All right, let's not bore our listeners <laughs> already. But, uh, statistical our measures. international listeners. Yep. And so uh, the podcast is called An Uneducated View on dot, dot, dot. And the reason why we call it that is so that we can attach a topic theme to the end of that dot, dot, dot and be like an, an educated view on technology or Microsoft or nuclear energy. But in general, we're, we're not graduated. We don't have degrees. Um, we are not experts on no, anything. No, not at all. <laughs> nope. Don't listen to us. <laughs> I don't so. know why you're here. Well, I mean, listen to us, but don't listen, listen <laughs> yeah. to us. Kind of just put us in the background while you're cooking, you know? Yeah. Um, or driving. We won't make any honking noises, I promise. And um, Oh, look over there. <laughs> Sorry. Don't look over there. <laughs> no, we lost all of our driving <laughs> listeners, Jacques. We don't support distracted driving, nope. but at the same time, listen to us while you're driving. <laughs> so it's educational. Uh, but we will do our best to do research, to bring you new ideas. We're, we're fairly um, introspective people who like to think a lot about life. And so we'll, we'll give you our ideas, our opinions. And, you know, for all you older folks out there, you can see what's, uh, what's hip with the young ones, you know, and uh, connect with your kids. Yeah, essentially, you know, we have no idea what we're talking about, yep. but we're trying to figure it out, and we hope that you will uh, figure it out with us along the way. And we, we like to believe that we have some good chemistry, banter in between the three of us. Yeah, um, we're hoping it gets there. So, yeah. You know, so it's a work in progress. <laughs> you'll hopefully get a laugh out of this. This is take, like, I don't know how many takes we're in, you know. We're at take three. Yeah. Yeah. Four, because we tried recording two weeks ago, and our file got corrupted oh that's too bad <laughs> we don't have to know you know details, still still not sure if i'd consider them friends yet but you know we're we're getting there yeah, like colleagues acquaintances yeah. we do work yeah. in the same strangers club. we're all yes. we should probably mentioned the club eh right yeah. right this is the club that's sponsoring this whole uh endeavor mm-hmm. um ubc BizTech. it's called it's the largest business and technology club at ubc with over 400 members and 15 events throughout the year including our <laughs> flagship conference wow. blueprint <laughs> I did not practice that. But uh, either way, we're very passionate, a club that's very passionate about sharing technology and the way it connects with business with students across the campus and across Vancouver. We work with a lot of different companies from Vancouver and around the world, and uh, we hope this podcast is an extension of that and that we can share some of these technological ideas um, and get people more excited about tech. Yeah, I think all of us um, kind of joined together because we are all really passionate about technology and kind of just what the tech world is like. And uh, also we want to talk about tech topics and just general topics that pertain to Vancouverites and just like, uh, it just feels weird to say the the word Vancouverite. I don't know if I like that word, but um, yeah, just Canadians. All podcasts you have are in like the States. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we want to just talk about things. There's like Britain, you know, there's all over the world, but you know, Canada, we want to bring, bring a bit of Canada. Exactly. You need a little bit more apologizing in your life. Eh? Yeah. Sorry for starting this, eh? A boot. (laughs) All right. We've got all our Canadian (laughs) jokes out now. We can focus on tech. Right. So content. what is the first topic of the day, Chris? The first topic of the day is Microsoft. And not just the company. Um, that's too big of a topic to digest. But 
recently, I think two days ago, uh, as a recording, Microsoft announced its new line of Surface products and uh, Surprise Phone as well. And I just wanted to say that somehow they had like 15, I don't even know, a ton of products that they announced and not a single one got leaked. Whereas like yeah. Google has one phone they release every year and people know about it like six well, months in advance. I mean, they did kind of leak it on their own. Like they purposefully leaked it on their own. So it's not really like, you know, if they really wanted to keep it secret, I feel like they could have kept it secret. Even the iPhones get leaked so much. Yeah, but there's a dude, there's that like one dude that always leaks the phone like for Apple? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Like, Ming Shin cool, right? I think. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like if they really wanted really to stop there's, him. There's one guy. Yeah, he's like he's super accurate too. Oh, really? But How this is a know? Microsoft podcast. Apple will talk Sorry, about it another okay. day. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do my research on Apple. Off so. track. Uh, Jacques, you watched the whole event cuz you had nothing better to do, so uh, why don't you tell us about a uh, 30-second summary? All right. So, a bunch of new products they revamped um, their old Surface laptops and two-in-ones, and they launched two surprise items that are both have foldable screens. So one of them is a, kind of like a laptop tablet with two screens that fold in like a book. So when you open it, there's two screens. Interesting. And the other one is a phone, which Ooh. is the same thing, just like a smaller scaled version. That, and that's the thing, it runs Android. Right, that was interesting. The, the Windows phone is dead. Yeah, it actually runs Android. Wow, Microsoft and Google working together. Look at that. I think it's a genius. Uh, Satya Nadella, the CEO of, of Microsoft, he's been doing a lot of this partnership stuff in all areas of the company. It seems to be working very well for them. So I hope this uh, this turns out well. Um, yeah. But what is really exciting? What got you most excited about these Surface products? What what about them was like, damn, that's so cool? Oh well, for me, I really felt like it was something new, right? Because every year, every year you're gonna update the Surface. Every year you're gonna update the iPhone. But like a new processor, fact, more memory. Yeah, yeah. Right. But they're actually launching something like novel and cool. Like, maybe on initially when you saw those, like, other folding phones, you weren't really on board. Right, right. But this feels like a very polished, you know, thought-out product. Yes. And it really feels like something you can, like, realistically see yourself using in the future. And it's a different from the Samsung stuff. Because yes. if you remember Samsung's, they had the foldable phone they released earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But it had the glass that was also foldable. And then as soon as people bought it, they were like, yeah. my glass is breaking. Like, it's not going to fold. And it started having a lot of problems. Whereas Microsoft's... It's two separate phones kind of stitched together to create one big screen when you open it, you know? It's like uh, like those big TVs you see in the old movies when they didn't have flat screens, so they took a bunch of, like, 10-inch TVs, put them together to make one big, like, Is that, is that an actual thing? Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh. And I think that's how they had, like, the Megatrons, you know, in the oh, yeah, yeah. theaters and stuff, or stadiums, whatnot, back in the day. I mean, I speak as if I know what happened back in the day, you know, (laughs) back in 2004. Back when I was five, when I went to the baseball game. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Um, It's really cool that, like, you know, it feels like Microsoft back in the day, all you really thought about Microsoft was, like, you know, their their software. Yeah. Yeah. And they're really branching out and kind of being, like, the next Apple almost, like, you know, announcing these sleek, cool products in these... Chamfered edges. Yeah. Shiny (laughs) metal back. With those like very beautiful ads where right. like, they close up and then zoom out and it's the whole product and you're like, whoa, it's so beautiful. I could almost marry it, you know. Like it's all right, yeah. Jock. That's that's, <laughs> well, well, that's concern how I, for therapy. That's how I picture Apple fans, at least in whoa. my head. You know? <laughs> whoa, we have to discuss this later. Okay. So, do you think these product releases are becoming as hyped as 
Apple product releases? No. Did you see the theater they were in? Like, I, I saw a comment on, I think on Reddit after, or under the YouTube video, I watched like a summary and under the YouTube video, it was like, Apple releases one product in a massive stadium filled mm-hmm. with people. And then Microsoft releases like 15 products in like a home theater. There was like 10 <laughs> seats in there, in that room. And there was like 10 people sitting in the crowd. Well, I, why is that? Do you think Microsoft limited the amount of people there? Or is it just yeah. no one wanted to go? I mean, I don't, I think when you think of um, keynotes, you think of Apple's keynote. Like that happens, mm-hmm. you know, two or three times a year. There's invites that go up. People get so hyped up about it. And I know you like to think of the Apple fanboys, everyone, but like genuinely developers get excited because you know something big is about to happen until it doesn't like this year and you get an <laughs> extra camera that looks like a stovetop. Well, but for me, that's the thing. I really wish more companies went down the Apple route when they had something like exciting. Right. Because it makes it, it generates the buzz and it makes people more aware of stuff. Like if, that's one of the biggest gripes I kind of had about like Google when yeah. they announced products. They're not very like they're pretty low key about some things. Yeah, because they know clear. they're gonna kill it a year later. Well, that's not true. Like say YouTube Music, right? Yeah. Like, when they launched YouTube Music, okay. Do you know what YouTube? It's music only been out for like six months. Shock. YouTube... Give it another six months. I'm telling you. Okay, right, Shock's step... asked this question like off the podcast to right. almost everyone. I'm gonna ask <laughs> it again. All right, Steph. Do you know what YouTube Music is? I have. I do not. Okay, know I've of seen. It. I've seen an ad. Yeah, because they keep that's... popping them up. I know that always pop up but that versus like youtube premium if you ask me the difference could not tell you yeah okay that's the thing right you know what youtube music is it's just spotify that's what it is it's just spotify it's why not would i spotify. want youtube music because it also spotify. comes with youtube premium so and you get ad free youtube you I, know, use, I use Adblock anyway. Yeah, well, not on your phone. It's on your phone. Yeah, that's I don't watch YouTube on my phone. So it's often. like if you want to listen to a song that's on YouTube, but like close the app or like make. But a will it discover music for me? Like the thing I love about Spotify yeah, is yeah, it yeah, yeah. tells me what I should listen to. And it's so good at it that I yeah. always play like Discover Weekly and yeah. I find like three, four songs that I add to my favorites because I love it right. so much. So yeah, here's the thing it's basically a YouTube, a Spotify competitor right. combined with YouTube so that you have this like all in one product for video and music. But people people don't know about it, right? Like yeah. people don't know that you, uh, Google or YouTube has their own Spotify competitor. It's because they haven't been very like clear about it, or because it's not very good. Well, you don't know that, right? It could be good, I but mean, you, you haven't you used shocked? it. Neither are of us. You neither of us. Are you using it. a shock? Yeah. Well, I, I have Spotify. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> Even the biggest Apple, the biggest Google fanboy who loves YouTube and Google has worked at Google, yet still will not use YouTube I'm, music. I'm just saying, like, if Google was more clear about what they're announcing, and if they were more like bigger, like Apple does, it would be it, maybe they would get more people to use it. Right. I don't know. I think you, Google has created this kind of reception to me, or uh, reception, um, reputation, reputation. That's what I meant. I wanted reputation and perception, and it became reception. Uh, this reputation and perception of that they create this product, they put it out in the market, and then no one uses it. They don't advertise it, and then a year later, they quietly delete it and they work on a new one. Right. Like Google takes the approach of like throw everything at the wall and we'll see what sticks. Like, can I mention Hangouts? Can I mention mm-hmm. uh, all the how many different chat apps they've there's created? There's like Hangouts. There's Meets. There's Duo. like yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just feel like if they were very clear about we are today announcing a messaging app called Hangouts, people would actually use it. They would just it? haven't been because people already like have WhatsApp. About. They have Messenger and they have iMessage. That's right? true. Which yeah. in the Western world accounts probably for most of mm-hmm. the communications that happen. Like I use Messenger and iMessage for everything. Right? Apple people in the in Canada, the US, you use that blue bubble, right? You want that blue bubble. So everyone yeah. just iMessages. <laughs> That's true. And then Google just hasn't been able to create that kind of uh, ecosystem where people want to use a proprietary messaging app. They'll just use Facebook Messenger. I think right? it's hard too because Google kind of has like its products are kind of spread out over different brand names I think whereas with uh, Facebook for example it's kind of all um, 
it's all uh, in its, yeah, as you said, in, in its own ecosystem. So people are kind of, are, I can't put it into words right now, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so I feel like Google, Google's <laughs> philosophy was to be like kind of transparent. You use the web, it's with Google because it helps you. It's not like, oh, I want to use and Google. And they get your data. Okay, well, <laughs> yes, it is an advertising company, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's the way Google wants it to be, where right. it's like, it's very seamless. But the difficulty of that is to get people to actually get into it. Unlike Apple, where it's like, oh, guess what? We have a credit card. You better use the credit card because, like, you know, it's going to work with your iPhone. It's, like, really cool. So Right. Okay. So Apple's, like, trying to do that, I think, more and kind of create this, like, world of Apple. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of live in a world of Apple. Like, your finances are on Apple. Your entertainment is on Apple. Your communication is all on and Apple. And it all works so beautifully together. Yeah. I think, but, the, like, in terms of what you're saying, though, I think, like, they do a better job of selling it to you because they kind of present it. I think, in general, that's the, that's always been the debate between like Apple versus Android is just people always say like oh like the the UI is just a bit like better with with Apple well I think we're exiting the discussion of Microsoft true, 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 here. we've yeah. kind of gone on a tangent but yeah to bring it back so Microsoft launched this new phone that runs on Android and in more than that they've partnered with Google to be able to do sort of what Apple does with handoff and with um, like answering your phone on your laptop, you can now do that with this new phone app that Microsoft has added to Windows 10, which connects to your Android phone. You can answer phone calls on your laptop directly, or you can write texts from your laptop, similar to how you can do iMessage on a Mac. Mm -hmm. So it seems like um, they've realized that one of their biggest competitions with Apple is that Apple has this great ecosystem where you can do an AirDrop. You can do an iMessage from your phone, laptop, iPad, and anywhere. It's always synced. iCloud, all that stuff. And Microsoft and Google are like, okay, if we want to compete, we need to like work together because Google tried to make laptops and they're not doing a terribly good job. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft tried to make phones and it didn't go too hot for them either. So maybe they need to kind of work together and try to take on Apple. Yeah, yeah I do feel like um, Microsoft is trying to become like a more innovative and open company, like open to other ideas, open to competitors. Maybe they were used to the mindset of like in the 2000s where like we have mm-hmm. to be the only software that people use in their computer, you know. We're, right. we're trying to become that one main guy. But right. now it really feels like, you know, they're trying to, have these products that kind of work elsewhere and they're kind of establishing their own niche in the field. Yeah, like having um, Microsoft Word and PowerPoint free on iPads and iPhones under 10.5 inches, I think. Right, not having this kind of idea that like if you you want to use our programs, you have to have like our laptops as well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. which is what Apple does. Yeah, Right, but I mean, at the same time, like who really like is desperately wanting to use pages? Yo, I love pages. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I also enjoy pages, but at the same time, no one's like, I'm going to buy a Mac just so I can yeah, use that's pages. Yeah, Chris is our resident Apple fan here. And Chalk so. is our resident Google fan, and Steph is our resident... I'm, I'm also Apple. Linux? I'm, I'm oh, Apple. okay. Yeah. No Linux. No Linux. Linux. <laughs> Ubuntu, where are you at? Now I've got um, a Chromebook and a Pixel. <laughs> oh, wow. No, nah, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was excited for a second. Yeah. No, I, I was, yeah. I was surprised. Um, so let's steer this towards Canada a little bit. Now, in Canada... I get annoyed when Apple releases products sometimes, especially software products like Apple TV or the Apple uh, card, credit card, because it doesn't come to Canada very quickly. Like Apple News took like four years to come to Canada. Um, I think Apple TV will be launching in Canada at the beginning, which I'm very surprised about, but the Apple credit card hasn't come yet, and they said it would be fall of this year. Stuff like that. Where do you guys stand on, I don't know how Google does it, um, you probably know a little bit more um, about how they interact with Canada. I'm not really sure if their products are very like region locked in terms of stuff like that. They don't have like any content yeah. that is yeah. restricted. So I'm not sure. 
Right. Because I know Apple, it, it infuriates me because I'm like such a technical. I want to have like the latest tech to try it out and see like, I want to see what the software does. How's Apple news? Um, and then I have to wait for so long to get it. It's like, why? But I mean, it makes sense why because they have to sign new contract and stuff. But it's kind of annoying from a Canadian's perspective when you're interested in this kind of stuff to see the announcement live in San Francisco and then be like coming to the U.S. this year and Canada in 2022. Yeah, I find this, like, eternally frustrating with stuff like media, like movies, TV shows. Yeah. It's always like, you know, oh, yeah, it's going to come out in Canada in this one thing that they signed a contract with, like, five years ago. So it has to go through that one stream. Looking at you, Crave TV. Um, <laughs> yeah. HBO? Yeah, but Crave yeah. TV has a deal with HBO where you can only go on HBO. Oh, my God. And do you guys ever go on, like, Comedy Central and you want to watch, like, a clip oh, on yeah, Comedy it's Central? it's not available in your it's, region. Like, region John Oliver Jeez. on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But John Oliver's on Crave. Yeah, so but if you have Crave. Why would you want to get Crave? For HBO, Netflix. literally. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I, I just watched uh, Game of Thrones on, on Crave, but then after that, yeah, it was like, got rid of kind it. of died down. Yeah. There's the new HBO series, though. I mean, that's worth it. Do you think Microsoft's going to launch a uh, streaming service or oh, buy no. one out? Oh, no. <laughs> so now what do we have? We have Netflix. Um, we have Apple TV+. Plus. We have Disney+. Plus. NBC. We have mm-hmm. NBC+. Plus, I don't know. Minus. Warner Brothers is have is Warner Brothers. One too. I don't yeah. know what it's called. HBO. Yeah. Um, the other one that's not HBO. That Hulu. Also Hulu. Well, I guess that's with Disney, but yeah. True. Um, or am I missing any? YouTube Premium. That's yeah, also that's a not very a real thing. <laughs> Snapchat. Snapchat. They have originals original. now. <laughs> Shitty Snapchat. Oh, wait. Are we swearing on this? Well, I guess we are now. <laughs> well, we can always bleep, yeah, we'll bleep it, it out. Later. out. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> Right. We'll just predict when Steph says the yeah. and I'll Jacques, write an algorithm that'll... <laughs> Machine learning? Yeah. Right. The moment the SH comes. Chris, you're in Bucks. You could, you could also code that. Don't you? even make jokes like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't code. Um, anyway, so uh, how do you guys feel about you know Microsoft sticking kind of away from software now? It's almost like they're going more into hardware. Like They haven't really launched any new software products recently. Um, they're kind of focused... Whereas the rest of the major companies like Google, Apple, you know, Google Stadia, 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 yeah. Stadia, oh, it's a gaming yeah. platform, Apple right? Arcade, Apple TV Plus, like they're pushing into services because they've reached like a peak in their hardware sales. Right. And especially in countries like Canada, we have a very service based economy where we're no longer manufacturing all these things. So this could be a very big plus for us where we have, you know, more developers, more business folk who need to get involved to create these services that can be actually made at home instead of overseas in manufacturing plants. But Microsoft seems to be going the other way. And instead of focusing on services, they're doing Windows um, and they're doing their Microsoft Word. But it seems like they've pushed towards hardware more now, like a bunch of Xbox consoles, a bunch of Surface products, a bunch of now a phone that's coming out. Why do you think that is? What's your opinion on that? Do you think they're doing the right direction or do you think they're be going in the other way as the rest of the tech titans. Well, I'm not sold on that. On what? I'm not sold that they're going only for the okay. that hardware side. Because, you know, uh, some of the stuff that Microsoft is pushing a lot also is cloud. And that's mainly to focus uh, to compete with Amazon. Fair enough. Right? I so, forgot about Azure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Amazon is always has always been there with uh, Amazon Web Services. It's very right. much in the background. Like the consumer doesn't know your yeah. average consumer doesn't know what AWS is. I think most of Amazon's money comes yeah. from AWS, like, not from Amazon a sales. Huge majority of right. uh, of their money comes from their web infrastructure. Yeah, that's so, crazy. I guess Microsoft and Google are trying to wake up and trying to compete with that end. But that would mean Microsoft is shifting away 
from customers, right? The front end users and more with like corporations, with companies. So maybe we're seeing these products like, oh, cool, Microsoft is focusing on these hardware products. But right. in the background, they're also pushing very hard with Azure and cloud. Interesting. So that's kind of what I've been noticing. That's fair. And they, I've heard that it seems like they're doing a very good job with Azure. People are liking it. Um, companies are starting to implement it, especially when it comes to Microsoft 365 and like Teams, Outlook. It seems like a very business-focused, positive experience. Um, but I guess we'll see where that goes. I wanted to mention, when you mentioned AWS, um, on campus, I've been seeing a lot of these signs that are <laughs> protesting AWS and Amazon. Um, and I just saw the headline that was like, boycott Amazon. And I was like, okay, I can think of a number of reasons why people might be angry and want to boycott Amazon. You know, like poor treatment of right. workers. Mm-hmm. Um, aggressive pricing. Aggressive yeah. pricing, taking out competitors and small businesses. All these like things I'm like, okay. And then I, I read through like the paragraph about why they want to boycott Amazon. And it says that like Amazon provides Amazon Web Services, which is used by the U.S.'s Immigrations and Customs Enforcement as oh, like man. to run their <laughs> services on, which then leads to people being deported in the U.S. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, uh, it makes sense. And I, yeah, I, I, I'm completely personally against like the whole deportation thing in the U.S. It's not really an issue we are faced with in Canada as much. But, but in general, like, isn't that a bit of a stretch, a route a you took? You know, know. kind of uh, took a few left turns there to get to. Like in that sense, how many things around the world run on Amazon Web yeah, Services? Like, like you don't know, you yeah. won't know if something illegal or sketchy is running on yeah, AWS. Exactly. So you should just not be using like half the product, half the internet. Yeah. Don't, runs just on don't AWS. go on the internet. That's just the golden rule. Just never go on the internet. Yeah, because maybe one of the services you use, like maybe Squarespace, you know, it's hosting like an illegal. <laughs> Speaking so, of which, we yeah, hope you. Yeah. <laughs> Squarespace, please, please sponsor us. You're listening. Um, <laughs> we can already say your brand name very well. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sample, actually. It's an audio sample. Yeah, yeah Squarespace. Like... <laughs> or uh, ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. <laughs> dollar Shave. How'd you like that? Disclaimer, dollar Shave Club. No, sorry, Dollar Shave Club. Disclaimer, sorry. we are not sponsored by any yeah, of these. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> MeUndies. <laughs> what is that? Uh, you know MeUndies? No. Well, I'll tell you more if MeUndies <laughs> decides to sponsor us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, it that's... just feels weird. Like It's like saying, oh... They uh, they use Windows computers, therefore we can't use Windows computers anymore, right? It's just like a little bit. The logic right. is a little out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seem. I feel like there's also so many better reasons to kind of go against Amazon. If you did decide to boycott Amazon, like there are valid reasons to have like, a complaint against Amazon. Do you, do you guys buy on Amazon? I I do. <laughs> yeah, like once in a while. Yeah. I'd say when okay. I'm when I have like stuff that I don't think I can find easily. Right. How do you feel? Okay, I'm genuinely a little bit worried about these companies. They're getting very, very big. And Amazon already controls a lot of the infrastructure around the internet. Um, and in Canada, we don't have any, like, major tech companies that are yeah. competing. Like, you know, rest in peace, BlackBerry. Um, <laughs> and so it seems almost... Or is Salesforce? Is Salesforce Canadian? Uh, no, Shopify. No. Shopify is Shopify Canadian. Canadian. Yes. I always confuse the two. I think Shopify is now bigger than eBay. Really? really? I mean, eBay really has been going down. That's true. Who That's buys true. on? How many? When was the last time you bought something on eBay? 2010. Yeah, exactly. And the worst part is okay. Back to Canada here. The worst part of eBay is the shipping to Canada. Oh my goodness! It's so terrible. Yeah. It's that's so the thing bad. Amazon does well. It's like yeah. they, they ship everywhere. Even AliExpress. But that's the reason why there are it's complaints. Yeah. It's because of the shipping, the two day shipping. It's tough because when you get it's to this massive things. economy of scale. Like, mm-hmm. how can you be competed against? Although, I guess the counter-argument is, like, you know, the uh, West, the East India Company controlled, like, its own military, literally, <laughs> and they managed to t- be toppled eventually. Well, the 
So tides change. Well, maybe do you do you want this company to have this much, I guess, infrastructure? Because like, if you look at their same day shipping, that that system is insane. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't. No small company can bring that up in like a few years. Right. It took Amazon like a decade. To yeah. And now that, they're like so. phasing out UPS and FedEx, and they're doing their own delivery in house completely, which is crazy. And they're starting really? to offer their own delivery services. Like so, companies instead of using FedEx, they can ship with Amazon. Hmm. That's interesting kinda, yeah I so they're they're like cutting everyone out of the process so yeah. it's from bottom to top all run directly through amazon from sourcing the products creating like now you have amazon basics so like right? owning their entire supply exactly chain. amazon basics is sent through an amazon delivery man uh who is ordered through amazon.ca right. who arrives at your door and rings your amazon remember they had the amazon doorbell that would allow you Wait, to what? like they had an amazon <laughs> lock on your house that uh, they can come into your house, drop the package in your house, and then leave. And they only allow it to enter when they're at that, like, at your door. And now you can buy it in person at Amazon Source at yeah. New York or like yeah, Amazon Go, right? Yeah. Where they you don't even have cashiers. I've been to an Amazon bookstore before too, which oh, is yeah. kind of ironic. They have bookstores. Wait, where was exactly. it? Exactly, it was in New York. Oh, um, but it's it's kind of ironic that you know they spent so much time kind of priding themselves. Well, not really. They built their brand off of like a, a online book you know, shipment facility, you know, to your door, kind of no need for an in retail bookstore anymore. And now mm-hmm. once they've, you know, put, I guess in Canada, we've got chapters and Indigo. But Which are doing of, fairly well considering They're still like, around, yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, I was I actually recently got back into reading and I bought a couple mm-hmm. books. And as I was starting to like enjoy more and more and want to buy more books, I was looking at the prices and I was like, geez, <laughs> like 30 bucks for a book? Like this is not sustainable. <laughs> so I ended up getting an ebook reader. Yeah. And now I can rent them directly from like the library. And you can download yeah. them as a PDF for like yeah. or EPUB for three weeks. Read it, and then it gets returned automatically. It's yeah, like, that's that, actually that really Amazon? good. You should um, no, it's a Kobo. No, just just go to uh, oh sorry yeah, but it's that's a life hack. You can yeah rent uh, eBooks off of, from the library, you and you can do it on your phone and iPad. Mm-hmm. It's called Libby L I B B Y. Oh wow, uh, an app. Yeah, it's free. And, it's like uh, the VPL has a bunch of ebooks as well. Vancouver Public Library, yeah. So yeah, Vancouver. Any any public library really should mm-hmm. offer it. So it's pretty cool. I yeah, use it all the time. That's really nice. And yeah. audiobooks. That's quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know about that. There you go. Yeah. So when you're done listening to our podcast, not before, but when you're done, <laughs> then you can listen to an audiobook. Always prioritize podcasts yeah. first. Not just any know. podcast. <laughs> Sorry. An uneducated <laughs> view on. Un- like while you're renting out that book, you better <laughs> exactly. be listening to us. You know? There you go. Because um, unlike YouTube, we can play in the background <laughs> and when your phone's closed. <laughs> oh, I love oh, sorry, which YouTube are you talking about, though? Oh, no, no, let's not get into that. You know, actually, something funny. When I was in the States this summer. That is funny. When I was in the States this summer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's not get into that. Okay, I was in the States this summer, and then I was using YouTube. Yeah. And then when you press the home button, it actually does the thing where, like, it plays in the background. For like, like two seconds, right? No, no, no. Like the, oh. the screen minimizes and gets on your phone. Oh, like picture-in-picture picture mode? Yeah. It's really weird. I didn't know they had that in the States, but I don't know why. Well, it's why is that geo-locked? I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really what weird. What if you use the VPN? Uh, well, maybe it could. I'm not mm. sure. Sir, just, just on, it was on your phone? Yeah, so like. It was on your phone. So like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
they're not very good at looking at the microphone when they talk. They like to uh, look around the room. And <laughs> to be fair, you're the one that's like has this, the microphone right on your face. Like, I mean, okay, I kind of do too. Yeah, okay. She has her own mic. Jacques and I are sharing mic. a mic. Just like, oh man, right. I just need to get used to this. Yeah, so it's the same YouTube app. Good. It's the we same make an Instagram. Sorry, Jacques. I just thought <laughs> of that. Let yeah. him tell us. Let him tell a story. His funny story. Yeah. About his it's, mistakes. It's gonna be very funny. It's, just know. let okay. him. Anyways. Let him tell the funny story. Like it's the same YouTube app, and then when the moment you're in the states, Steph, please, I'm trying to explain something. I know. I'm. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. YouTube app states picture in picture. Yeah, in the states only, not in Canada. There we go. All of. Okay, I was only in one state, but like (laughs) fifty-one. At least one of the fifty. Puerto Rico. Fifty. Yikes. Fifty. Fifty. I don't don't know. There's fifty. Yeah. There's fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico is a territory. Cool. Like Guam. Like the U.S. Virgin Islands. And the U.S. Virgin Islands. Okay. Yeah. Okay, anyways. So, yeah, I was in what New York. What about the British... The British Virgin Islands. Are those also a U.S. territory? Is there a British Virgin Island? I don't know. Virgin Island? Maybe they're not virgins anymore. Anyways. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the British consummated... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Is that the funny part of the story? <laughs> yeah, that's the end of my story. Move on. Cool story, bro. <laughs> that's an old joke. So anyways, I wanted to take us back to Microsoft and, and the tech companies for a second. Right, that's how we started. <laughs> right. I don't know how we got from there to, the, anyway, the no longer <laughs> the Virgin British, Islands. <laughs> to the British consummated islands. <laughs> so... Um, in the, we were watching as part of our, our um, research for this podcast, because although we are uneducated, we do our best to be as uneducated as unpossible. <laughs> right. <laughs> as un- uneducated as possible. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. And so we did watch a three-part series uh, inside Bill's brain. And Bill is referring to... We watched to, it inside Bill's brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's really roomy. <laughs> like, it, it's huge, you know. Like, yeah. But also um, dense. Dense. <laughs> Thick. Um, so we watched Inside Bill's Brain, and this is Bill Gates, not not any other, like Bill Clinton. So, just to be clear. Um, or or Steph, if your Bill is your nickname. Bill, Bob. No, that was Bob. Bob, Robert? Bob, Bill... Jimothy? Jimothy, yeah. Did all listeners of them, even all remember the, the joke? From yeah, the that was a while ago. Yeah, that, or it could have been from you our first rewind. recording. No, it was definitely it was, this one. It was in this it was one? In this okay, because what if we start referencing jokes that aren't even in this one? We'll post a blooper reel. Okay, cool. Anyways, yes, so, Bill Gates. So Bill, we were watching that, and in the 90s, 80s, they had a huge lawsuit with the U.S. government because Microsoft was mm-hmm. um, seen as a monopolizer. And Bill Gates actually had a really negative public reputation of being kind of like a person who's trying to monopolize the whole tech industry. Like a true capitalist. Exactly. He Whereas got high. It's, which is very <laughs> interesting for me because I was, you know, in all the time that I've followed Bill Gates, he's been this massive philanthropist trying to like right. yeah, eradicate exactly. polio and, and create these really cool nuclear technologies. So I was really interested to see that. But um, on that idea, keeping that in mind about Bill Gates and, and well, first, let me get your thoughts. What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's fair? Do you think it was unfair? What side did you fall on? Well, I, I feel like I have no idea. Like, I don't I'm not a really big economics guy. Like for me, I feel like if Microsoft owns a lot of the software, it's fine. But as a consumer, mind. like as a consumer. Yeah. Well, I feel like for stuff like software, it's hard to say, right? Like you kind of want a unified system. You don't want it to be like. Oh, you want to download Adobe Photoshop? How about do you want it for Microsoft or do you want it for like 
Mac if you want it for all these different OS. That'd be really annoying, right? For both sides. So the, the status quo is really yeah. annoying. This what? Like the current day, the way. No, no, no. Like not. I didn't, I meant like even more. Like if there was more than just okay. Mac and Linux and Microsoft, but then Windows. Right. Like even if the, if there was like ten other competitors, wouldn't that be really annoying for both the developers oh, and I the see. consumer? Right. I feel like having a unified like kind of three-headed monster, or I guess two-headed monster. But it was a one-headed monster. True. At that time, it was a one-headed monster. Which is where the problems arose, because like Netscape tried to be an internet browser, but Microsoft favored Internet Explorer. And that's how Internet Explorer went to like 90% or some insane number of users, right? Right. So I'm not 100% sure on what exactly happened during that time, obviously, because like, you know, we weren't around during that time. But... I know that they kind of alluded to like Microsoft somehow trying to purposely put Netscape out of business during that time. Yeah. I guess in that sense, like you can kind of say it was antitrust. But in my opinion, like I kind of I think tech is a very it's it's different. The industry of tech is different in nature to maybe certain other industries, for example, like, you know, finance or banking, you know, like there's been discussions over like, you know, antitrust or monopoly um, issues with banks or finance or that kind of things. But I think like technology is a little bit different because in my opinion, I think like in a, well, okay, maybe, I don't know. I I just... Okay. Well, thanks for my wasting thoughts, our time, Steph. Sorry, maybe my <laughs> thoughts are a lot more incoherent than I than I thought they were. I guess in 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 my I guess with Microsoft, I wasn't sure if it, they were trying to be purposely aggressive or if it was just the way that they were. Because as kind of how Bill Gates was saying, like it wasn't like he was purposely like from a from like a policy view. Like if you just saw, if you saw how much share they had of the market on a pure basis like okay sure you could you could have just defined them as a monopoly but then for him he kind of just saw it as like they were just a big company that was making big moves in tech and so therefore like you know that they were just innovative like they were fine and so okay for me as someone who's like not into business like i don't really understand so you're you're scared you're scared of monopolies because like they they kind of can control the entire market. So right? it, it's right. also because it's, right. it's not just prices. It's not just prices. It's also like it's it uh, it it stifles innovation. Sti- yeah, sorry, stifles oh, okay. is the right word. Yeah, stifles. Is, I'm really lacking in my English <laughs> skills today, which is the perfect time to you know host the podcast. Well, I'm I'm, I'm still a little unsold about that, right? Because like it feels like stuff like Microsoft and Google, they're like platforms, and you, you're not stifling innovation. You you can you allow people to build on top. So of I'll it. challenge you this way then. Apple has Apple Music, right? Right. Which is integrated directly into iPhones. Okay. And into Siri. Spotify, up until iOS 13, has not been able to, or it's it's difficult. Apple says that Spotify hasn't wanted to. Spotify says Apple doesn't let them. Either way, Spotify is not available in Siri, right? So say hypothetically that Apple doesn't let Spotify integrate itself into Siri. Well, that automatically puts Spotify at a disadvantage because I can't say, you know, hey, Siri, play X song on Spotify. Instead, I have to do it only on Apple Music or I have to go into Spotify and play the song myself. Well, then are you expecting every company like Spotify to have their own OS where they can control everything they want. So like, it's kind of hard to say you can you Right, can so that's that. the argument, is that Apple, because it has this massive market share on the platform, it has to treat every other application on that platform equally to its own applications, which is where Netscape was not being treated equally to Internet Explorer, and Spotify okay. is not being treated equal to Apple Music. 
Okay, that makes more sense to me now. I, before, I wasn't sure what Right, the that's the was. argument that they're making. And that leads to Internet Explorer being so big and Netscape kind of fading into oblivion. Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's kind of like a little bit hard for me to answer because like, you know, someone who's not into like, not a lawyer or not a businessman, it's hard to say. But yeah, I can definitely see that being a problem back then and also being a problem now with people trying to get at Google, trying to get at Amazon, Facebook, right? That's, that, that's the that's concern with Amazon is they get so big or Google gets so big, then you have um, this platform that controls everything in-house and you don't need any other uh, small companies because Amazon will give you your TV shows, it'll give you your music, it'll give you your products, it'll give you your food, it'll deliver you <laughs> your car if they buy Uber, it'll then deliver you, Wait, you they, know, your AWS. It'll give you buy Uber? I don't know, but <laughs> the idea, you know, like yeah. look at Google and Apple, they're creating their own self-driving cars. Now right. they're going to have phones, tablets, laptops, cars, TV services, uh, cloud drive services, music services, gaming services, well, it controls your well, entire like, life. The idea is that like then ba the barrier to entry gets so high to the point where smaller companies kind of can't even innovate yeah. to enter or innovate mm. to the point where they So can, you're stuck with yeah, these massive players yeah. and they get to set whatever they want as like the standard. All right. Well, so this I'll, is uh, intro to economics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a bit of a devil's advocate here be yeah. saying like, well, maybe that's where the, the world's kind of just supposed to be heading, right? Because when you go to globalization, when you go to a big system, mm. like when you have products that are in a global scale, maybe you want big companies to, be, to handle stuff like that, right? You don't, you don't really want a competitor, like a tiny, small company to, to, to be in charge of like, I don't know, a small part of your life. Like why not have this big company kind of oversee a lot of stuff and have smaller companies kind of build on top of it? Maybe we just have to re, restructure the way we think about business and competition that way. Interesting. That's what I, I don't know. It's my quick two cents, uneducated. That is interesting. But, okay. Um, is there any other thing you want to add to this topic? Otherwise, I will pivot us. Cool. So, um, on to the last part of, is that too loud? <laughs> I was very excited. <laughs> Good. Um, I want our, our listeners to feel engaged, you know, feel like they're right here with us. I'm breaking the fifth wall. <laughs> There's only four walls. Actually, no. there's only it three is. walls because we don't have we don't even have like a true. A there's screen. only three walls. Wouldn't it be yeah, only no, one wall? It's just hearing. Yeah. No, but then you break this. You want to break one more than what they. I think I it just know. doesn't work in audio because fourth wall is like right. a 3D true. space. Anyway, I think we can just, we just play Pink Floyd the, <laughs> the wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or Jacques <laughs> will sing it okay. for us. Yeah, that's our background music. And like. <laughs> How can be in two months? Maybe I'll know the solo. Ooh. Yeah. Are you, well, the whole listeners are counting on you oh, on that no. now. You made okay, a promise. No, no, no. We'll, we'll follow up. A, you that made wasn't a, a plot promise. No. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. Are you going to bring a bunch of kids, too, to sing in the background? Like, oh, uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know that many kids. Okay, cool. Um, thanks for sharing. Um, okay, so um, well, let's play a game. Um, we're gonna play hide and go seek. And <laughs> do I take the mic with me? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, go. you're just gonna hear like <laughs> <laughs> as you're running. <laughs> yeah, just doors one, opening, doors closing. Two, three. This is two, ASMR now, <laughs> an ASMR podcast. Yeah, um, Steph counting us running. <laughs> I think it actually be a cool episode, like a special episode, you know, <laughs> our five thousand subscriber special. <laughs> Remember, like as Everyone we're running, <laughs> as we're hiding, we have to also do a tech talk. Yeah, just describe. <laughs> And but not then get everyone, caught. Everyone's going to be in 
different places. So, you know, we'll just have to stitch together like three different yeah, three audio solo, yeah, yeah. solo conversations at the same time. That would interesting. be interesting. Yeah. This is like we're breaking the boundaries of podcasting here, guys. Yeah. We're it's cereal. Innovation. <laughs> the new cereal. The new cereal. Um, so the game we're going to play today, it's called uh, Onion or Not the Onion. Okay. I should have really onion? thought of a better name. <laughs> oh, oh, what's an onion? Peel apart the onion. Okay. That's not the that? subreddit, you know, like eating the onion. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like when There's you a subreddit. believe that the onion. Yeah, anyways, onion, onion. if you're not sure, aware is... Uh, it's um, like the Beaverton. Yeah, it's like a joke for those of you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, now let's explain the Beaverton. <laughs> well, it's like um, UBC's... Uh, Let's keep describing this by, you know, explaining more and more niche things. (laughs) Just (laughs) comparing it to assimilating. Wait, isn't UBC like serious though? Not. Yeah, yeah, no, the UBC serious. So, so the Onion is a satirical newsletter, uh, a newspaper. They make articles that are satirical based on current news events, making fun of things that are existing. Um, For example, I'll read you one article that is one headline that we're not going to be doing today, um, just to give you like a taste. Of, uh, of, of the what onion. What was that? That was really weird. I got a taste. Okay. Um, um, is it Tyga? What? You don't know the song Taste by Tyga and Offset? Oh. No, sorry. I, I also... Chocolates is the classical music, so... No, I actually don't. If you ask him what no. Vivaldi's concerto in, in E minor now. is... I'm in a really big Kanye phase, not gonna lie. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, okay. Interesting. So, for example, um, one of the, the, the top one right now is Trump furiously searching... Raytheon catalog for gift after realizing he promised China and Ukraine the same javelin missile. Uh, I had no idea what half those words were, but okay. <laughs> I don't know what the word before catalog was, but... Anyway, the point is it's funny yeah. and it's not real. And then we have a subreddit called Not the Onion, which is news stories that... Sound like the onion. Yeah, they, they seem like they would be the onion, but they're actually real life. All right. Okay, so I have a few different articles here. And Jacques hopefully has not peeked at them because he's sitting right next to me. And I'm going to try, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you guys are going to have to guess if this is a Do real... You, you can maybe share my mic. Okay, we're going to transition to a different mic now, Jacques. Oh, or okay. is this, is this fine, too hard? We'll just okay, never mind. Okay. So um, the first article, a person dies at 102 years of age. DirecTV charges an early termination fee. What? <laughs> like... <laughs> For being subscribed? Yeah. <laughs> for cancelling the contract early. <laughs> Steph, this isn't a laughing matter. Um, okay, so real or not real? The onion or not the onion? Yeah, wait. okay, so uh, the onions. Gotta have, be the onion. Wait, I have a question. When you die, do they cancel your fees <laughs> automatically? Or? I thought they would just keep running until someone remembered. And they're like, oh no, my grandma's bills. They've been going for like the past, I don't know, three months. Um, Anyways, yeah, I'd say... I say the onion. This is not the onion. (laughs) Oh, man, what? This is a real story. A woman died at 102 years old and DirecTV sent her husband the early termination fees. That's terrible. Yeah. What? How how much were the fees? Um, I think it was $100 around. Wow. Never mind, never mind. What were you going to say? I was just really confused. I was like, why would they know that you're canceling your TV when you die? Yeah, I think her husband canceled it because she died. And then they charged him the fees for canceling early. (laughs) Makes more sense, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, Mr. Capitalist. I don't know. Bill Gates Jr. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, it's... Like, um, just because she died didn't mean you have to cancel the TV. But also, like, okay, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, like, you know, maybe they weren't correlated, so they just thought he was, he was canceling the TV, and then they were like, oh, we have to charge you a fee because you're canceling the TV. I don't know. I just think it's not the best. Yeah, I guess not. Yep. Um, Anyways. Okay, so the second article we have here, and actually what I was going to say before we move on is I think in Canada we have sort of the three main you know, telecoms that kind of control the whole industry. They also are known for their kind of shady practices when it comes to... Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have personal experience? Well, no, it's just I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you call like the, a US number for like an hour once and then you got charged like a ton of money for... Uh, without yeah, realizing? that was because... Okay, we were doing a Google Meet call. No, that, yeah, that was right. because of... Uh, it was actually a BizTech meeting. Yeah. So I was in a BizTech meeting with some people. Right. And then um, my Wi-Fi was really bad, so I decided to use the phone version. But I didn't know to that... To call in, yeah. to, to, to call in to, mind you, a Canadian computer. But I didn't know that, like, when you call in, it would go redirect to the U.S. and then back to Canada. So it, it, char- it counted as a, Canadian, a U.S. number. So, yeah, I got charged, like, $60. <laughs> Jeez. That's like a monthly pen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have my second one here. Um, this is Canadian, so okay. you have no excuse to not know it. Um, Canadian spy agency presented with transparency award refuses to confirm details about event. What? Okay. Canadian spy agency presented transparency award refuses to confirm details of the event to accept the award. Um, so all it says is a Canadian spy agency was presented with a transparency award and they refused to confirm details about that event like happening. Mm. Oh, 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 I understand now. Sounds kind of plausible. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you when you work for um, the Canadian Security Agency or something like that, you don't you can't tell people that you are currently working for them. So it's kind of like the same thing. You're right. Yeah, it is real. Yeah, well, your your logic has succeeded. Hey, um, it's like it's like a logic game, you know, kind of. <laughs> okay, and my last story of the day, or my last article of the day. With the election coming up in two weeks, which, by the way, please register to vote and go vote on October 21st, advanced polling on the 15th, 16th, 17th, and I think 18th. Um, check your elections.ca <laughs> for more information. Um, elections Canada called me to work the polls. Ooh, exciting. She did. Yeah. I, I have class, unfortunately, Ken, uh, but, I, but called her, I, I told her, I was like, I would really like to... You should just do it. It's so much money, I hear. Like, I hear it's a lot I have of money. Like, four classes that day. Ah, it's okay. Like, you know, we'll get your but. notes online, right? <laughs> okay. Um, so, here's the article. Uh, this is in relation to Andrew Shear's announcement. Like, they mm-hmm. discovered yesterday that Andrew Shear has dual citizenship in Canada and the US. And okay. it became a scandal because apparently he um, called out Michel Jean, who was the governor general in 2006, for having French and Canadian dual citizenship. And now he has it, and it was kind of like <laughs> ironic. So update, Sheer kept U.S. citizenship um, secret for fear of being persecuted as a white American man. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'll read you a little bit of the okay. article. This is from Regina. Um, okay. Conservative leader Andrew Sheer said that he kept his U.S. citizenship as a secret until now for fear of being persecuted as a white heterosexual male from the United States. I didn't want anyone to know that in addition to my Canadian citizenship, I also have roots with a country that's tremendously different. Crown, uh, growing up, I knew the white Catholic Canadian kids from Ottawa would treat a white Catholic Canadian kid from Ottawa with dual citizenship differently. <laughs> I looked like most of the other kids, which made me feel so different. 
Sheer detailed the difficulties of fitting in, speaking the same language, and struggling to be just like all the other kids who <laughs> didn't have the right kids. to vote this is, this in U.S. elections <laughs> or freedom to work in the world's largest economy. Okay, yes. definitely the onion. Sheer was routinely discriminated against in his schooling for not placing a U in words such as color and honor. <laughs> I had to change my life motto from life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness to peace, order, and good government, said Sheer. With his renunciation of his American citizenship, Sheer is hoping no one questions his loyalty to Canada, unlike what his party did to Stéphane Dion and Thomas Mulcair for having French citizenships. Wait, Thomas Mulcair had a French citizenship? There you go. Surprise. Oh, surprise. Dual citizenship. Well, anyways, that's kind of... That's definitely an onion. It's not the onion. It's, um, oh, Beaverton. it's the Beaverton, yeah, oh, okay. which is a Canadian onion. But yes, it's fake. I didn't know Beaverton existed until it's really good. I very much recommend it. Okay, I will. I will add it to the to the reading lists. There you go. (laughs) All right, Um, that's everything I had. Wow. Any last words? First episode through. That's exciting. First episode. Yeah, through the wire, like the Kanye song. See, yeah, he's in a Kanye phase. phase. In a Kanye phase. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Well, then, thank you very much for listening. And uh, tune in in two weeks to find out a little bit more about the nuclear uh, energy debate discussion. Yeah. The ability to save us from the world, potentially, uh, from the climate change, potentially. A bit more about climate change in general. And a uh, surprise appearance by a special guest. Uh, to be Bill announced. Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill well, Gates here Bill right Gates. now. Uh- <laughs> Live from UBC. It's Bill Gates. <laughs> No, he's not coming. Bill? Don't, don't, don't tune in for that. Bill, 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 Bill Gates, Bill. the scientist. <laughs> he is, though. Is that copyright? Well, you saying it. It's a, it's a parody. It doesn't count parody. parody. <laughs> More than 10% is different. Yeah. It, um, yeah, I'd say so. Also, you saying Is that it, the rule so. I think parody? it is. At least 10% has to be different, yeah. How do you measure if 10% yeah. is different? That's <laughs> is it the waveform? Like, Maybe a judge, I don't know. We should really end yeah, this because we we're getting should. way off track. I think this is more of an after show thing. Yeah, yeah if you're still around, then kudos to you. Why? All right, thanks for joining yeah, us, everyone. You, you can enjoy that <laughs> conversation there. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> See you in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.